0: Speed. Wait, no, I'm not ready
1: speeding, for Speeding, speeding.
0: Okay, don't leave me behind. I'm
1: ready. Ooh, give you a speeding ticket. <laughs> welcome to the sound. A, you went for it. I thought it wasn't welcome. I thought you were listening. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. Mouth noises, mouth noises. This could be our ASMR podcast for disgusting mouth noises. <laughs> Sorry, James.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry,
2: James.
1: You are listening to the sound of, of freedom. freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker. As always, I'm P with my two co-hosts at the same time. Leo, Izzy, not exactly the same time, but Leo and Izzy, yeah. Jinx.
2: <laughs>
1: Had you guys known of Jinx before I started
2: playing with you guys? Yeah, yeah. it's a Pokemon.
1: Okay, they, but they
2: owed me a soda.
1: Yeah, was that a tradition where you came from? We didn't have Jinx you and me, and Coke, but then when I traveled south one time, we heard Jinx you and me, and Coke, and I was like, what? Is yeah. It- there's a Coke deal on that.
0: <laughs> Yeah. That one's more lucrative than the silence one.
1: I think it's that you're not allowed to speak until you buy your voice back with a Coke. Really? That's how I understood yeah, it, but I, I don't know. One of my
2: friends played it, and I was like, damn, I don't want to play with so, But what would
0: happen if you would speak before you have gotten a Coke? Because in the Jinx game where you get punches for every time you speak before they say your name three times, you get extra punches for every word you say
2: yeah they so, punch you every single time you say something and they don't buy you haven't bought buy, buy them a coke
0: yeah so like what is the equivalent in when you have to buy them a coke like I mean it might also punches? have
1: punitive punches really? you know what I mean punitive punches and a coke lock to get out okay. I
0: don't know I was like what if you had to get them multiple cokes? that seems excessive
1: that seems bizarre. yeah, yeah that's right. like our actual financial system <laughs> the theme of today's episode? Julie Andrews. Ooh. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. And that's actually the theme of this podcast, but this is the first time we've actually talked about her. <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty specific podcast that meanders wildly. No. Oh, you know what my new favorite podcast is? No. The podcast starring brand new RuPaul's Drag Race crown winner, Eve Adley. Oh. <laughs> Plus perennial favorite, Alaska. And Giacom. Oh. <laughs> they don't say much, but it's a three-hour podcast every single time. <laughs> uh, it's we called... Weekly? It's called Withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race as well, but we watched a couple Julie Andrews movies. Now listen, someone from my generation, obviously Julie Andrews has been famous my whole life like and i mean like when you were a little kid she was like oh she was mary poppins or she was in the sound of music but you guys are younger you don't know that she's not a pokemon so she was new to you guys
0: yeah one million percent
1: now if she were a pokemon what type would she be you do, type fire type or flying? flying
0: flying type oh
1: because she's a nun and nuns habitually fly
0: yeah. <laughs> the flying. Because she was in love with, like, the sky and stuff. She was like, oh, yeah, this call- is too. calling to me. And then she flies up with the umbrella. Oh,
1: true. She sort of flies in both, right? Yeah. Izzy, you agree with this flying type nonsense? I
2: agree with the flying type nonsense. And she's like a songbird.
1: I thought you were going I oh, I, head. I psychic, feel like-
2: flying water or something.
1: I feel like my voice keeps getting louder and more- go here. Is know. that true? It's right.
0: The, the problem is that you keep getting further and closer away because you don't have the windscreen.
1: Because oh, my, my windscreen is limping.
0: Oh, limpy. Limpy. Limpy will I trust windscreen. You. We'll be right back after these messages. Limp is
1: a Pokemon move. <laughs> oh. Is limp a Pokemon move? Harden no. is. What is? Harden. Harden. Ooh. What Pokemon would you use that move on?
2: Metapod? Ooh,
1: Metapod. Metapod Harden. is Harden. But now I feel like I'm too soft. Good grief. Use <laughs>
2: Harden. You wanted that <laughs> Metapod shirt.
1: I love those Pokemon shirts they're only available in japan and some other territories near japan and i'm not about to pay a relay service to double the price of the shirt so yeah. they can mail it to me from japan but especially japan? Because they're, la- they're
0: about to come to the america
1: what's that website i should just say their name a whole bunch maybe they'll sponsor the show and send me a mess ton of those pokemon shirts Ooh,
0: let's do it i want some too
1: yeah whatever company makes those pokemon shirts with one design for every pokemon those are fantastic.
0: Should we say their name? I would do if I dare, could remember it. Do we dare to eat a Pokemon website's <laughs> name? <laughs> we dare. Eat that peach. Um I forget what they're called.
1: <laughs> it was like something stitch, right? Yeah. Stitch. Well, r- was original my. Stitch. Original Stitch. This episode brought to you by Original Stitch with over 150 Pokemon designs. Stitch yours originally today. Yeah. The Is that original- their title?
0: No, (laughs) but it (laughs) It should be. It is now. It is
1: now. I'm the new head of product development and taglines. Original Stitch.
0: Can you imagine?
1: Oh my gosh!
0: We'd get free
1: shirts. (laughs) Why don't I have more torsos? That's (laughs) what I'd be doing and have access to those shirts. (laughs) So now, the reason we went on this Pokemon shirt rant not just because we're sponsored by Original Stitch. Check them out today, but also because I said that Julie Andrews is not a Pokemon. Little known fact. Yeah. You know what? We're breaking the news first. Scoop. Newsflash. What a scoop! Julie Andrews not a Pokemon.
2: Actually, I think she's a Bulbasaur. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no. She's a Ho. At
0: least.
1: Ooh. You Ho. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you guys think of The Sound of Music? Ooh, she was so good in it. She was fantastic in it, right? Those songs are so pretty. And just thinking of those songs, like listening to them when I was a kid, basically almost cried during most of the songs. Just being like, oh, what a sweet song. What a pretty song.
0: Yeah, they were definitely cute. She took to her whole advantage that song that Ariana Grande came out. She used it perfectly in the whole movie.
1: That movie sampled Seven Rings heavily. yeah. What did you guys think of the new Ariana Grande wax figure at Madame Tussauds? Is that how the name is said? Just kidding. Tussauds. Madame Tussaud.
0: She looks Just like she hardly Tussauds. has any soul in her. So it does look like Ariana no, Grande. Oh she has two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tussauds. 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 Madame Tussauds.
0: No, Ariana Grande's wax figure. Mm-hmm.
1: I saw some article... Obviously, on a totally legitimate news site that my phone told me about, where they were like, Ariana Grande's wax statue, reminding you that Ariana Grande is white. And I was like, wow. (laughs) I don't know her that well. Obviously, we love her music, but I don't really follow on her. Although I do always scoop you guys on the news of who she's dating. I'm always like, hey guys, Ariana Grande made out with this guy (laughs) last night. What do you guys think? And do you guys think that she is overly affecting an urban patois and. Demeanor, a.k.a. trying to be black like this article said. Yeah. You do, and you think that's a bad thing.
0: Because, specifically, I saw a picture that was provided by one of Izzy's friends where Ariana Grande was standing next to Nicki Minaj, and Ariana Grande looked darker than her.
1: That's not possible.
0: That is not possible, but yet it was a picture.
1: Someone must have been goofing around on Photoshop. I know that Ariana Grande has a dark tan... Or whatever, but... I don't
2: know, I feel like
1: in some pictures she looks so
2: light, and then in the other ones she looks so dark, and especially when she's performing or something like that. It seems like they give her a spray tan, and they're like, oh.
1: But yeah. it's a spray tan. Do you think that she goes for a color that is questionable? Like, she's like... And they're like, well, this is like the most tan that you might get and she's like no give me that one it's
0: because a little bit with the last name like grande it kind of seems like she's trying to be like a latin
1: person a little bit she's italian right yeah Mm -hmm. grande seems like it could be italian though
0: yeah but also with with the with dark skin it seems like
1: she's trying to play on the being latin thing but lots of italians have dark skin as well. Oh, Depending okay. on where they're from, they have more of like a. What is that thumping? Is that someone outside in the trash yeah, or is That layout? it's outside yeah, right. somewhere outside. <laughs> How do you think I thump like that? <laughs> Should we give them a bag of bottles to get the hell out of here? <laughs> Just kidding. We already put our bottles in the trash. Although I hear we're not recycling anymore. Bottles, what do you guys think of, of that? The end of recycling. End of recycling. Oh. Bottle. The bottles of beer are recycled. <laughs> See, you say bottle Same for the
0: last episode.
1: You say bottle of beer. Bottle. I say botella. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're a Latin podcast. We say botella.
1: Oh, we've got to watch The Three Amigos because that movie has lots of Mexican representations. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Okay. Oh, With It's Donald on Netflix. Netflix. It is? Uh, yeah, it is. I, I think I, I saw, saw it. Netflix. Oh, let's watch it soon. It's one of my favorite movies. Con la botella. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up what we've gone over so far, is that seriously someone in the trash? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Con la monte.
0: what are they doing? They're slamming their bag into the
1: garbage can. Why? Because they're jumping into it. At this time, they've done it like 15 times, though. Are they exercising on it? <laughs> you never know. That's At a jam. Like this new exercise program I'm starting. <laughs> All right. P&D what do you guys trash. think? Is there any sort of exercise craze that you guys think? could never happen, or what's the craziest one that you think could happen. I've mentioned this with food before. People like dumb ideas, even if they're horrible. I'll say that I do like Soylent. This episode is brought to you by Soylent. It's not people. It's not people anymore. That's a new tagline. Yeah. I like Soylent, but I don't buy it because I'm not looking to skip meals. I'd still have to cook meals, you know? And so for me, I'm like, well, it's cool, I guess, in a situation when, like, where I don't care, I want something quick, but it's not like something where I'm like, I can't deal with cooking or whatever. Would you guys take a pill instead of food if it provided perfect nutrition and made you feel full? Sometimes. Yeah.
0: Sometimes. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think so.
1: What about this? How many meals do you think you eat in a month? Not three a day, right? like half.
0: I like Happy having meals. meals. <laughs> I just do. Like, yeah, meal, I, I meals like are fun, eat. but
1: let's say you were on your own. Would you be like, I'll cook every single meal for myself? Or would you just do something simple like cereal or yeah, ramen? Cereal, this episode ramen. brought to you by cereal and ramen. Yeah. I wrote and,
0: and, and, and what's it called? Soylent. It is not people anymore. Soylent. No longer people. Yeah.
1: like We're watering down our Pokemon shirt sponsorship. Though. We really <laughs> want those Pokemon <laughs> oh, shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's mostly sponsored by Original Stitch Pokemon Collection. Get every single 151 Pokemon of the first generation
1: as a shirt. I think you should have said you've got to catch them all or something playing on that tagline. You've got to catch them all. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> People say cop for clothes. So you could say you gotta cop them all. Gotta catch them all. Cop.
0: <laughs> cop them all. What
1: did you say? <laughs> so let's say you have to deal with the hassle. And let's say it's more expensive. Because obviously that a pill isn't going to cost as much as a proper meal. What would be the point? I guess if you are just lazy. If you are like rich and lazy and didn't care about food.
0: Yeah. Oh, that would be awful. Yeah, I'd rather have food.
1: I feel like historically rich fancy people one of the nicest things that they have is constant access to nice foods. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Like, it seems like the cooks in all those situations could always be plucked away. Kings were always, like, when they'd eat someplace if they liked the food, they'd always, like, poach the, depending on the person, obviously. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like they would just, like, poach the cook and, you know, it seems like a pretty good position. Yeah. Unless you displease the king or they think you've poisoned them. <laughs> In which case, it's a bad position. You guys know about Typhoid Mary, right? No. Yeah. She was a, She had typhoid? She had- t- she gave everyone typhoid. She was a cook, and she didn't show signs, but she was a carrier. And she kept making everyone sick and giving them typhoid. And they're like, you can't do this anymore. You can only do stuff like cleaning or whatever. And she's like, but I'd make an extra 15 cents a week if I'm a cook. So she kept getting jobs <laughs> as a cook and just like lying and ignoring it. So they put her on an island.
0: <laughs> oh no! And she
1: only gave typhoid to the turtles that live there? I don't know who she gave typhoid to. Unfortunately, this episode is brought to you by typhoid. (laughs) Oh, no. Not just for typhoid Mary. (laughs) Stitch is (laughs) going to get too jealous. Not just for typhoid Mary anymore. (laughs) Oh, no. Original Stitch is going to be so jealous. They're going to be like, what was that typhoid crap, man? Come on. (laughs) Get your head in the game. Original typhoid. We didn't make 150 plus. Original Stitch. Brought to you by Typhoid. No. <laughs> no typhoid Mary. No. Okay, we've really gotten off topic here. Somehow we were discussing if Ariana Grande is doing some sort of cultural appropriation reverse minstrel show, and is it offensive?
2: Yeah. And then we were talking about original stitch. Wait.
1: Like... When you say yeah, are you saying yeah that's what we were discussing, or yeah she's offensive? Yeah, that's what we're discussing. Do you think it's inappropriate that she quote-unquote co opts black culture and appearance? I mean, probably? But you're not offended. But I'm not certain. Like, is it inappropriate for people who are not black to be offended by it? Because sometimes when people who are not in the group get offended by it, I'm like, it suddenly seems like they're doing something racist. Because to me, I was like, when they pointed it out, I was like, I guess sometimes I don't know her that well. It just to me seems kind of like that's what pop musicians are like, not because they're trying to be black, although obviously black culture and everything is very influential and in music terms, you know, for for many, many years and what have you. But to me, I'm almost like I hadn't really thought about it. She just seems like a pop star to me. And then it seems racist if you're, like, this white woman is trying to be, like, these black people. It's so gross. And, like, that seems like the underlining thought to me. No? Is that wrong? I mean, I
2: feel like if you had liked it at first, and then afterwards you were, like, oh, well, I don't know about this because I heard some of my friends not liking it, then it's different than noticing it in the first place. Because I feel like if you're backtracking just because you heard it was bad within your friend group or something like that, then... I think you're not even thinking hard enough about it. You're just going to stop liking it because other people stop liking it. Mm -hmm. But if you're actually looking at it from a critical point, I feel like you can keep talking about it as opposed to just avoiding the topic.
1: When I see her doing this, I'm not thinking, oh, it's so horrible. I'm just like, that seems like what pop stars are like. She's young. She's been famous since she was a, a little kid, right? Yeah, again. Nice. Early teens. Really, I thought she was younger than that when she was on that like Nickelodeon show or whatever it was. Yeah, what was it like? Victoria. Victoria. Oh, Victorious. I never saw Victorious. And then you know that she got her
0: own spinoff show, Cat and something else, right? I never Santa saw any of these shows. Yeah, but it was just like the Ariana Grande show because that was Ariana Grande's character in that show, gotcha. and she looked so white in that.
1: I saw a photo. The thing is, when people are young, they look super crazy. And she had, like, super curly hair, you know? Yeah. (laughs) She also had crazy red hair. Yeah. I read recently that the reason she wears her hair up in this top ponytail is because for years being on those kids' shows with all them dyeing her hair and messing with her hair, her hair is just, like, messed up or doesn't look proper. Unless it's, like, pulled back or pulled up. According to herself, I don't know. According to herself? You know, she said it. It's not like someone was just, I'm hypothesizing on the internet. Oh. Or who knows? Who can even tell if what we're reading is real or fake anymore? Yeah. Does that trouble you? Yeah. I feel like you can get around that, though.
2: Mm, I don't know if you can.
1: I think, in many ways, it's about perspective, which leads us into our next movie. When we'll come back to it, it's just a light bridge, but... There's ways to get around it, but even anything that you read will have somebody's perspective, you know, or someone's mm-hmm. story. It's like they always say, like, there's a bunch of different histories. It depends on what place you are in it when you're describing it. And the other movie that we saw was... Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Starring also Julie Andrews. Yay. Yeah. And some other people. <laughs> Izzy fell asleep during this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's gonna fall asleep during this talk, so, up,
1: so but, he won't chime yeah. in that much unless he has, unless you have strong views about Mary Poppins without having seen the movie. Yeah. I mean, she's cute, she dances with a penguin, she got a cute hat, she can fly around, she can maybe hot child a little bit. Now, Julie Andrews played a nanny basically in both movies, yeah. correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have, slash, which movie situations would you rather be in? In the nanny's perspective? Well, just, the, you know, Mary Poppins or Sound of Music? I would rather be I think the Mary Sound Poppins. of Music.
0: I would be the Sound of Music because in the Sound of Music, she gets to step above being just a servant class person that just comes into this rich family and helps them with their problem and then disappears back to her life where she has to help another family, as opposed to where in the Sound of Music, where she she herself found that. She was needed in this life. She got married herself and found happiness and a family.
1: That malinche. Marrying up, abandoning her class. Her vow of poverty. Her vow of chastity out the window. Oh, chastity. Well, uh, apathy. <laughs> now, I think, see, perspective is a funny thing. Because this movie, when you look at it, you could say that this is a movie where a wealthy man begins a relationship with one of his domestics and then deserts the war effort yeah is that an accurate reading of the movie yeah oh okay cool
0: but i mean the war effort was not the best (laughs) not the best
1: yeah i would rather live in the sound of music for a few reasons their house was crazy Did you see? Yeah, that house was crazy. Oh my god, all the gilded, crazy frames and paintings and the the paneled walls and the beautiful floors. That house was beautiful. And sure, the banks seemed like they're fairly well-to-do, I guess. They had many servants, but I was like, this house looks tiny. Yeah. You know? As opposed to that was like a palace.
0: Yeah. It it was the open ceiling,
1: man. Yeah. Sure, the political situation was not the best, but... Everything has a gratis sound, Yeah,
2: what happened to the house after the movie ended? I
1: don't know. Yeah, it became a barracks for Nazis, I guess mm-hmm. They were just quartering Nazis in the house. So Izzy, what about you? Would you rather live in the Sound of Music or Mary Poppins?
2: I mean, I was gonna say Mary Poppins just because they, I hadn't really seen it and then I still <laughs> didn't really see it But it just still seems super magical and so I was like, I would love to be dancing with the penguins, and then, like, she just seems like
1: she could
2: pull anything out of her bag or whatever.
1: You know what I just realized? Leo and I picked the sound of music when it's Nazi controlled and just a normal family. Whereas in Mary Poppins, she can do magic.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but she doesn't feel like she's her own person because she just, all she does is help other people. And she she just sits around on her little cloud, waiting for a family to be in trouble to come help them. Are we to assume that she is some sort of angelic figure? Or are we to assume, as one of Pablo's previous theories, that she is a mentally ill person?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, on her first day with the children, with Jane and Michael Banks, as her charges, she takes them to a park where she sends them off on her own and has some sort of bizarre hallucinogenic adventure with her mentally ill <laughs> homeless friend.
0: Yeah. They're we, like, hey, here, yeah. children, meet my homeless man. He drew a picture. Now jump into it.
1: Yeah. And then they like... <laughs> Go the on your own movie, adventure. <laughs> in many ways, the movie was about what? Was about the parts of the world, the working parts of the world. You know, Mr. Banks represented belief in like, the longevity of these ideas. She represented some sort of magic. The wife was like change and progress, you know? Mm-hmm. But she kept on bringing them on junkie adventures. She'd be like, oh gosh, one of our junkie friends is like rolling off the floor laughing. We have to go. And she's like, okay, we can all get crazy on this junk as long as I'm the dope man dealing it out, you know? Yeah. She
0: even had, the kids get in on it.
1: Oh, uh, the kids had a taste and they, they were like rolling around on the ceiling. Oh my gosh. I
2: can't <laughs> even imagine what y'all are saying right now. Yeah. Well,
0: the movie had like this crazy. There was a scene where her uncle was. Like, she was like, oh, I just can't stop laughing. And I'm floating on the ceiling because I just can't stop laughing.
1: And so he was high in this. Uh-huh. He was high yeah. and he was like, because he was laughing, you know, who knows which is the cause and which is which. <laughs> and the way she knew that this situation, that this very dire situation was occurring, a street dog told her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, she shows up and like her hobo friend is already there casing the joint. <laughs> yeah. So, and what did Bert represent, the holo
0: He represented like someone who was trying to get money and like adapt to the situation.
1: Yeah, he was like some sort of, the idea of commerce or industry, but it's weird because he portrayed at the beginning, he kept on being like, I do whatever I want, so I'm free. Mm -hmm. But then he was catering to rich people for like pennies and most of them weren't parting with their pennies. And whatever changed, he was like, oh, I can monetize the situation. It's raining now. I can't draw chalk drawings. I'll sell hot chestnuts. Yeah. Immediately, he went into the hot chestnuts game. I don't know if you recognize that in that one sentence, this offhand comment, he got into the hot chestnut game. Yeah. And so what was he? Do you think that things like that in that movie represented things? Or do you think "Eh, it's just a story about a magical nanny that teaches a family how to you know, love again?
0: Yeah, no. I I think it's very symbolic Mm -hmm. in that way.
2: I think it represents some sort of franticness, but I don't know of who, of, like, the public, or of, like, just people, or men in general who are, like, lower class, because they were trying to work different things.
1: Well, it's funny that you say... Oh, anything about the movie you fell asleep during. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's funny that you say that um, it represents a franticness, because the little boy at the end, his dad wants him to put his tuppence, which is, like, two pence or whatever, two cents or whatever, in the bank. And he refuses, and people think that the bank isn't giving this kid money, so they flip out and try taking out all their money, and it causes, like, some financial meltdown with the bank, you know? And at the beginning of the movie, Mrs. Banks is like, we adore men individually, but as a group, they're really stupid. We need the vote to help stop what men are doing. And so it's kind of about powers that are at odds with each other. And the understanding, it's weird because, you know, growing up, I felt that women were capable of anything because my mom is really smart and really capable. I never thought twice about it. And I guess that was just my, I lived in a bit of a bubble. But also thinking back on it, watching these movies, I was like, well, yeah, you watch these movies and you're like, oh, Mary Poppins can do anything. Oh, Fräulein Maria, she solved all their problems. And so in a way, I'm like, oh, these movies sort of normalized the idea that a woman would come in and actually be the smart one, the savvy one, in control. You know, the captain called her captain at one point when he was frustrated because she was just, like, so in charge. But did you guys feel that growing up that, or even now, that women are... And I, you know, I'm not trying to be a goof, but I mean, like, do you feel that other people have that idea? And did you feel in yourself that there's that idea? I mean,
0: I grew up in Mexico, so no. Mexico is very misogynistic and, like, not very women are in charge kind of thing. But
1: your mom is in charge of your dad. From everything you say, it sounds like your mom calls the shots. Um, true or false? I guess. Okay. It, and Izzy's mom, I would not cross Izzy's mom. She's yeah, like oh, in command. I right? would not cross her ever in a million years. But she's I
0: feel so
2: like you wouldn't cross her because she's sweet, but she's also gone through a lot of shit because she's a woman from a certain specific like place and um, being hated by an entire family because of it.
1: That's true. Hmm. yeah but you know growing up you know she's the boss where she works right yeah kind of pretty much she's in charge of people yeah and the people that are in charge of her she gives it to them straight right she's a straight shooter as is what i understand yeah but then like
2: growing up she still had to do a lot of womanly like uh, oh, chores for- and stuff and like being demanded by by all the men you know what
1: first generation families or immigrant families they have the worst especially like a smart strong woman she'd have to eat crap so many times in so many ways you know my mom was always like i'd do whatever i had to she's like i'd clean toilets when i came home from work if i had to to support us and this and that you know and so for me that was always the idea i had it was a little strange to me when i got to places and i was like oh people just feel that there's something about them that makes them incapable. It's very bizarre.
2: Uh, I feel like there was always that structure of like, women do this, won't men do that sort of thing. Like There was always that separation of actions.
1: Gender roles. Gender roles. <laughs> that was gender roles to the tune of back roles. <laughs> by, of course... Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa Edwards. Alright, jumping topics really quick. Women can do anything, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: should they be able to do drag? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. But should they be able to compete in a drag competition? Is this drag competition drag race? Sure. Let's say it's drag race because it's the biggest drag competition. No. Because you think they'd have an advantage. Because part of it is that sometimes they have a limited amount of time to see how put together they can. And you kind of have an advantage if you're like, well... I already look pretty much like a woman, yeah. since I'm a woman. I don't have to put on boobs. Yeah, because a lot of the things they just have, they don't have to shave their faces, most of them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure some of them do, but you know what I mean? Yeah. If anything, they probably have more permanent face, facial hair removal systems than the guys do. If you were a drag queen, would you get your facial hair? I mean, neither of you guys really grow proper facial hair yet, but Would you get your facial hair, like, lasered off so you'd be like, I look more womanly, I'll never have to do it?
0: I would do it. I don't really like my facial hair as it is, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
2: at the moment, I don't really care for my facial hair, so I wouldn't mind. I mean, I have family who can't grow facial hair in general, and they
1: look fine. I love being clean-shaven, but, you know, I think I'd look creepy if I just never grew any hair or had any stubble, you know? And some people like stubble. They say I look sexy with it. Gotta give them what they want. Am I right? This show is brought to you by my sexy stubble. I'm giving you what you <laughs> want. it's, it's, it's I'm lazy about Original shipping. Stitch.
0: What? We're sponsored by Original Stitch and Original Stitch only.
1: Original Stitch. Shipping to America. Soon, we hope. Dot, dot, dot.
0: And a little bit of Typhoid.
1: Oh, and can people use our code to get a discount on Original Stitch? So mm-hmm. if you go to Original Stitch and you put in the coupon code, Typhoid. Talk uh, typhoid, <laughs> talk sucker, talk sucker, yeah, yeah. Ooh, typhoid Mary.
0: Yeah, I, I, if you plug into the typhoid website, talk sucker, you also get a discount on typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use it.
1: So, do you think the Sound of Music stood for other things, or was that more of a straightforward story? Because Mary Poppins is magical, and we're like, well, this could be that. This, you know what I mean? All yeah. these things, heroin, you know what? Whatever from
0: what seeing the mary poppins which came out first and the sound of music right after because it came out the next year it felt a little bit like maybe they made the sound of music because they were like oh and the mary poppins she should have had a better role and she should have like gotten to be with the family and like have like a, her own happy ending
1: i guess but part of me thinks that just the fact that she became a proper person you know that she fell in love and she became this like mother and wife that's not really like the proper you know what i mean it's not like she took over the ship she was just like well now she's going someplace else she wasn't really cut out for the abbey obviously yeah but sure it is the 60s right women were becoming more powerful I guess they gained more power that they were already asking for. I think it is sort of one of the myths of humanity that men are in charge. Because I feel truly a proper man would be nuts for sex with a woman, and then women could not give that person sex and make them do whatever they want. And not that that is their only power, but I feel ultimately people on some level, you'd be like, well, the most powerful person in the world, like... His wife, or, you know, the most powerful man in the world, their wife would have tons of sway over them. No?
2: Mm,
0: they can buy whoever they want. Someone probably younger and prettier. Powerful people like that have money.
1: I think that it makes some assumptions like look at the Beatles most of the Beatles they had sex with a bajillion women they have so much money and then each of them was like settle down for a super long-term relationship or you know the two that I know about who knows what the other two got up to. <laughs> both of them were in super long-term relationships that lasted years famously exclusively until the death of one of those partners you cannot imagine fame like the Beatles. There's no way an old king had as much power as a Beatle in the 60s. <laughs> I laugh at any king from the past that can tell me that they were more powerful than the Beatles. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be so funny to watch.
2: You hear that, Cersei?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. Let's say, <laughs> you know, so- Versailles is yours, the Louvre Ooh. is yours but only the people of France listen to you and is half out of fear you know half you know they're just forced into that position heads from other countries want to kill you you're a beetle everyone in the world either loves you or has not heard your music yet and then will love you obviously they have more power than a king yeah what would you rather be a beetle or a king um the kingdom of where is a very important question <laughs> How about this? Would you rather be a regular person 40 years in the future or a king 200 plus years back? Or, you know, a very high-ranking, rich, noble person, etc.?
0: Uh, not in France, at any point.
1: Not France, 1776. Are you in or are you out? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it lasts. Um,
0: there's not really that many places that being a noble works out well.
1: It. Let's just presume that you'd have as long as your life would be, it would be safe. You know? <laughs> you wouldn't... Your head's not gonna roll. They're gonna save you, what have you. There are many situations where even pretty recently you know what i mean like when's the last time a royal had to worry about getting like beheaded yeah Yeah, i i still think normal person in the future is better agreed you'd always want to check out the future because even in the past you'd be like wow they're taking really good care of me like every time i use the restroom in a box someone like gets rid of it pretty quickly (laughs) and i'm like ugh but i'm still going to the restroom in a box (laughs) what a nightmare (laughs) yeah
0: they didn't have the internet Back then. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was just
1: the toilet situation. They did the internet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, they weren't carrying you while you were on your phone. Imagine how illusory reality must have been before the internet. Like, you, you know, just because one wasn't aware of things and it had a huge impact. Like, you know, when they freed the slaves, lots of racist, awful people were like, let's just not tell them, you know? And it's kind of like news didn't travel or you like insulate someone, you know, like blocking someone's access to education is like uh, always a way that people try to keep you down, you know? And so it's kind of weird to be like in the past, there are all these stories of like, oh, this person moved to Hollywood and they pretended that they were a baron and they, they became famous. Whereas if someone tried to do that now pretty quickly, you'd be like, oh, they were kind of a blip. They lasted for like a couple of years. Everyone found out they were a scammer. And obviously they're in jail or poor and, you know, disgraced. Mm-hmm. What would you rather be in jail, poor, or disgraced? I'd rather be poor. Is he? He picked poor. So in jail or disgraced?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of in jail?
1: jail? Oh, I'm disgraced. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad. <laughs> that's a bad look. Uh, but you know what's a good look? A <laughs> you know what's a good look? Pokemon shirts made by Original Stitch. Brought to you by the disgraced. What do? You, what are we calling <laughs> <laughs> of incarcerated? And The poor,
0: <laughs> I'm poor. Oh, I could do so much with being poor. I'll no, tell you I can an idea. So
1: much being incarcerated. I'll, I'll name an no. idea for the future, and you tell me if it's a good idea, a bad idea, evil, etc. If it, depending on how you believe, they're it. All okay. evil. Spoilers. One is money changes from now on. The only people that have pennies, uh, people can use pennies, but you wouldn't use one to buy anything unless you were homeless and you agreed to use pennies to only acquire things that are consumable and that you need for your like safety and protection and then you're allowed to sleep in a series of sort of like you know giant hillside caves made (laughs) for people to have like single temporary residences in they can't really move in it's not like you can move in you have to keep moving but you can buy all the food that you want all the drink that you want with pennies and only people that can use the pennies are people that have to live this migrant transitory homelessness But they have cubbies in which they can sleep that are protected from the elements. And it'd be like a government program where they'd build like a human beehive. And it'd be like anyone that doesn't want (laughs) to like be a part of society, you can use pennies, we'll feed you, you just stay out of the way and you can live here.
0: This seems like an exploitable system in a few
1: ways. Because you think rich people would just be like, we use pennies and no one knows, we get everything we want. I feel like similar stuff already happens with like people who are exploited Okay, what about really this? elaborate that. Yeah, do you want to elaborate? I kind of just accepted it and then Leo's like, the hell are you talking about? Like I feel like you could say Bangladeshi
2: like garment workers and like also people or like illegal immigrants. Like that work out in the agriculture in the US also get exploited in the same ways where they just live in a separate area and get paid less.
1: Right, but in this situation they would be able to use a special currency to give that cuz you know you wouldn't have to care about the price of anything anymore you'd be like well i'm transitory migratory worker i don't really have a place that permanent that i live in besides the fact that i live in these human honeycombs but i can basically eat whatever i want i can drink whatever i want you know not alcohol probably i feel like you couldn't just have a person be like here you go kill yourself here's a sack full of pennies kill yourself you know or is that too judgy if they want to do that should we let them do that As long as they're, like, not hurting anyone.
0: I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I don't know if I'm going to have this
1: conversation. Okay. This podcast. (laughs) You know what? That's just one idea. I've got other ideas, possible futures. Later, when people find gold record copies of these podcasts and listen to them, and they see the germination for these ideas that played out. Okay, what about this? (laughs) You're homeless, and certain people in nice neighborhoods would pay a tax in order to keep homelessness out of those neighborhoods. And so homeless people would be given sort of a place to live that was like, you know, permanent but not great. Obviously, they'd be mass-produced, honeycomb, human-hide places to live. Not awful, right? But, you know, but in exchange for some sort of allowance... They have to stay out of certain areas, and they'll get like bracelets that monitor where they go and monitor what they do. Obviously, they can't commit crimes. They can't be violent. If they're violent, it's not like we threw them in jail. You have to study them, help them see what happened, obviously. But still, rich people would essentially pay to keep poor people slash homeless people out of their area. Rich people wouldn't
0: go for it. They can do that much easier by just hiring a security Sort of
2: situation. You can't do that. Let's say... No, there's more security officers in a city like L.A. than there are police officers.
1: Yeah, but let's take, for example, downtown L.A. is very expensive. But it's full of crazy homeless street people. And partially it seems like they're putting them there. There's always reports that they're dropping them off there. But what if the people who are like paying thousands of dollars a month to rent something or who have bought these giant lofts, apartments... We're like you know what it'd be nicer if there weren't people in tents here and then they did this to get rid of them because that's an area you can't hire a private security if you live in a loft in downtown LA. that's mm. insane unless you're very important it would be pointless and what obviously you mean, if you're yeah.
2: that rich like, like to be out on the streets
1: or whatever Or well like, i mean like that's the thing you guys said that you could hire a private security yeah. And it's like obviously I, that's that you not know, the man, like
0: like fancier people like like In Beverly Hills or
1: something like that. Like, they have their own situation. That whole neighborhood is so expensive that it's prohibitive. I thought that's the kind of thing that you were saying. Do people panhandle in Beverly Hills? I've never seen anyone properly panhandling there. Have you?
0: Mm, I don't know what that is.
1: Panhandling means, like, begging for money on the side of the road or... Yeah. No, I don't think so. I look at that and I'm like, there's so... All those people have so much money, but also obviously if one person did it and it worked out there'd be tons of them and there aren't any of them yeah so it probably they don't allow it yeah maybe or do you think people just don't think of it you know they're like they're so rich they're obviously not going to give me anything i have to beg from people with hearts like the
2: areas that are built so that you can just pass those the stoplights so quickly and like also they don't care as much as if like you were down in some other grimy area or something like that, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, and also for those neighborhoods, like
0: the house is surrounded by like a giant hedge.
1: But dish. I mean like at the stores, because obviously you're not going to go panhandle in Bel Air, a neighborhood of homes, like panhandling door to door. They'd quickly call their special forces on yeah, you. Did you know Bel Air has their own special forces? I don't know. Not private security, they're special forces. They exclusively repel in through your windows. <laughs> Okay. This episode is sponsored by Original Stitch. <laughs> is sponsored by the Bel Air <laughs> Private. What did I say they were? What they nonsense were am I saying? To your door. <laughs>
2: Special yeah, so, forces.
1: Okay. So, because I feel like people who are leaving a store who have just spent thousands of dollars on clothing or jewelry or what have you have tons of money, but they probably would very quickly resent if someone were asking them for money outside of those very expensive stores. No it's a bad look.
2: Yeah, I mean, but those are the areas that definitely have security on them.
1: Yeah, I always dislike when people beg in the parking lot of a supermarket, because you obviously have just purchased food, but also the person who's asking you for stuff, you don't know their situation, and they don't know yours, you just know that there's someone that's asking you for you know money I guess as someone that's not good with money and doesn't have a lot of it to be giving out I'm always feel a little uncomfortable because I'm like if only they knew I was just a little bit away from being thrust into a similar situation or have felt it that way many times in my life you know you know what's weird one time I was getting into a conversation with someone and this person had sold a script to a major studio and was represented by a big fancy town agency and he was saying that most homeless people are just lazy and i was like don't you think they have mental illness and he's like N- maybe some of them but who doesn't and i was like well what would you give like the average homeless person's like mental grade and i think he clocked it at like a c minus and then i was like or a c plus and i was like and what's yours and he gave it like a b so minus mm-hmm. it's just like a half step above And i was like that's truly offensive to hear like from someone who is doing these things and you think that a person who's living on the streets who's is just lazy i thought it was absurd
2: yeah i feel like you see a lot of like people just kind of either super drugged up or like you can see that they have some issues and they've just been like dropped off on the street or something
1: basically because i feel like as a kid and granted i grew up in a more heartless time but when old people and obviously not my parents you know i feel like just when you're out and about and you interact with someone older their reaction to a person who is homeless or begging seemed violent and you know they'd always be like they're just lazy and sometimes it'd be like being out in the sun begging for change is a lot of work like if they're lazy they're going about it really poorly no, don't you think that that would be way harder than any regular job that they'd find? No. So I'm like, it's either they have mental illness where they can not get or keep a job, or it's something else. Like you said, you know, you look at me and you said drugs. No, like you said drugs, and obviously, you know, addiction is um, some mental illness. And so that's all lumped in. So you guys don't think that my bracelet suggestion would work. Not that I want these things to happen, by the way. I'm just proposing... These ideas because there are things that I could see people going for or clinging to in different situations You know, I'm not saying hey, I want to make this situation up because what would even be the point? Could I monetize the situation? Could we monetize <laughs> that situation?
0: <laughs> see, that's the second problem with that thing that it could be monetized
1: Yeah, but how could it be monetized? You put your competitors slogan on the homeless people <laughs>
2: You integrate like a little soda drinking machine into, a, into the bracelet.
1: They have to be homeless and they can only drink soda. Yeah. Oh. What about this idea? What if one of the products that you could acquire in the future was just hate? Mm. Hate? Hate. Like you could hate someone and it would be an active hate. Like let's say there was some sort of apper system where you'd meet someone, right? And you'd be like, you know what? I hate them and mm-hmm. what they stand for. And you'd switch them on to like hate and suddenly anything that helped them would be more difficult or it would warn you about. Like if you were going to buy something and they were like, you said you hate homophobes. This company gives X amount of money to such and such. Or if it were just like, this person you hate owns stock in this company. If you buy this, you inadvertently support them. And you could just like be aware of it and turn away from things or people that you hate or just subtly like any of your accounts, any of the things that you do or like you'd be like geared towards things that are against them and that would freeze them out in whatever way it was possible, depending on the situation. Obviously, there's a million ways where it could work or be applied and it would just whatever it was, if you hated a person, it would do that.
0: That seems fun, but it also seems like it would be exploited. Like, if you control that sort of system, you can tell people what to think, even if it's not correct. And how do we know how the ethics of the people making this system are?
1: Did you know that truly powerful people currently have a situation like that in store? I heard a story about one very powerful person who hated someone so much, it was an ex of their current partner. And they work at a Technology, computer place they rigged it so that everything would be against them. Just, you know, people with their name would be automatically denied for loans for more reasons. Just a, a noodle in the algorithm. And it would kind of put those people into a group where it'd be like, well, they're not good. So it would like deny them loans, et cetera, like that. Do you believe that?
2: I feel like I believe that's possible and that people would try to implement it but I don't think it's a good
1: idea. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but you know that a truly powerful person has so much sway over the future that if they did that to a person, that person would age before their very eyes. Mm-hmm. Because of the way they see time and the way that the new person would be affected by these changes, they would switch it on and watch the person age. Dumb. Crazy, right? Yeah. All right. What else should we talk about? The Sound of Music? Ooh. Didn't you love the songs and the Sound of Music? Oh my yeah. gosh. Which was your favorite? From the Sound of Music? Yeah. Ooh, Seven Rings. Ooh. (laughs) For those of our listeners, I want to inform you guys that we played a little drinking game. Sometimes when we watch movies, we play drinking games. I don't drink, obviously. So I'm not included. But if I did, I'm sure it would have been fun. Now, Izzy had to drink whenever.
2: Every, Every single time someone kicked.
0: Yeah. And Leo had to drink. Every single time someone span
1: around. Or twirled, which was... Really, quite a lot. Yes. I started pouring Leo the world's smallest shots, because I was like, he's on shot 15. I was like, I've got to have some compassion for this guy."
2: Yeah.
1: I received a telegram from a singing Nazi, and it was like, "This telegram's from Leo's liver. Please chill, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he did <tried> to spin. <laughs> man. Yeah, but
0: giving Izzy every time they kick was not my original plan my original plan was to have them take a drink whenever they played that and and you know, these are, are a few of rings. my favorite yeah rings.
1: the noodle that is used in seven rings and i was like oh they only sing that song like twice i think yeah. and i left the room and then leo jumped off of that then while watching the movie they are constantly referring to that signature yeah. of music all the time, whenever anything bad happens, a Nazi shows up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they slowed it down,
2: made it all dramatic. Yeah, yeah. like Izzy ended up taking two
0: or three shots from that. If he had been doing my ref idea,
1: he would have taken more shots than I did. And I took yeah. a bomb. You took quite a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. But also, that was so much fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fun for my sister says I speak German like a singing Nazi. Because I think German sounds like such a great language. So when I speak it, I really, I lean into the accent. As opposed to Spanish, I'm just, I'm communicating. So I speak exactly the same way I speak in English. And everyone's like, oh, you raised a little gringo. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. not that my accent is so horrible. I put on when I make fun of it. I'm like, Oh, hola, como estas? And obviously, it's not that bad. But you know. I feel like you
2: lean into your English accent a little bit when you're speaking Spanish sometimes.
1: A little bit. To be honest with you, partially it's because that's the way I speak, and I'm not going to be like, Hola, ¿cómo le va? Estoy hablando así, para que podemos hablar de platanito. You know, it's like... (laughs) I'm not trying to jump all over the place and, like, dazzle you, make you think I stepped off the set of a telenovela, you know? I'm just like, this is how I was a little boy. I was wearing a lot of freckles. (laughs) And then it's kind of like, you know... In German, I love the way it sounds. I don't know that much German. So the words I do know, I try to pronounce them well. Es schuldegangse, Fraulein?" Yeah, That means, excuse me, miss. But obviously, in a manner, I'd never say it in English. Could you imagine if I went up to a woman on the street and I was like, excuse me, miss? <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell me where the corner store is? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, miss? <laughs> like someone in
2: anime speaking German.
1: Fraulein?" <laughs> I love German. If there were one language that I could just suddenly take a pill, take a pill instead of a meal, and learn a language, it would be German. <laughs> oh,
0: you didn't say that that pill that you, you it's mentioned It's a different pill,
1: be... obviously, but it's filling. Okay,
0: I would take that pill. <laughs> but which,
1: which language would you learn if you could learn it instantly? This one? How, how many language. can you learn? No, let's just say what's your first. Obviously, when you'd first? learn them all. What would be the point not to learn them all if you could learn them all without any repercussions <laughs> yeah.
0: here's the thing though the repercussions might come to your liver
1: because if it's a pill
0: your liver's going to be working hella hard
1: yeah but you don't know what kind of pill it is it's still going to get processed through your liver <laughs> right but some pills are harmless to your liver okay i think i'd do mandarin oh that's a good one that'd be in my top three also because i want to talk to a friend and his parents who speak mandarin i think it'd be yeah. cool and impressive You're like, but would it really impress them if they knew that there were this pill language technology? No, (laughs) fine, whatever.
0: What about you, Leo? Ooh, I would learn Japanese, so I could watch all the anime.
1: Ooh. Japanese seems like a fun one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what's my favorite thing? Going to Japan to pick up my Pokemon shirts by Original Stitch. Original Stitch. Gotta catch them all. What if they're made in China? Wait, what? (laughs) 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 i will bring you. You speak Mandarin. They Mm ship to Hong Kong, Taiwan japan and some other place yeah another place that i think is also asian and near that region yeah all right everyone say if you had to buy one or two of the pokemon shirts which would you first buy cedra cedra is so beautiful i think cedra would look great on you as well yeah because it'd be like a crazy like a dress shirt but like a crazy dress party shirt you know yeah like, you'd wear it not with anything on top. Or, or you could wear it with, like, a sweater jacket on top, you know? And just, like, as you, as long as you see it, it's really beautiful. Izzy? I don't remember what they look like. I'm trying to remember. Well, what about Leo? Which would you pick for Izzy, knowing the Pokemon he likes and his style? I think the
0: Poliwag would be f- so fun.
1: Oh, yeah. I like that one. Poliwag is one that's on my short list because I really like it. I think it might be a bit bold under, you know, a suit. Yeah. But in general, I think it's truly beautiful. Metapod is obviously, would be almost the most normal one. Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, that just looks like a regular dress shirt. Not in a bad way, because yeah. you see it in there. But... The men are trying to camouflage themselves into
0: leaves. Yeah. So it's like, you can hardly see them to yeah. begin with.
1: I also like the Voltorb one, because I yeah. love red, and that's like bright red. Again, I, I don't know how lots of these would pair with ties but i don't think you'd need to wear one if your shirt is that kind of bold i think it could be cool you know yeah. without man if we were sponsored by ramen what flavor would you want to be sponsored Ooh. by oh could we say oriental that's my favorite flavor but is that offensive yeah. oh so offensive um, i feel like they call that flavor soy sauce sometimes and i'm so turned off by thinking that the flavor is just soy sauce <laughs> But then also when it's Oriental, I'm like, but that's also weird too. Yeah, I'd rather it be called soy sauce. We go to a bakery in West Hollywood regularly, and they clearly have not changed the sign in a few years because one of the cookies that they advertise is the China Eye cookie. And every time we go in, we're like, I can't believe it's still up, even though obviously if it's been up for 40 years, no one's making them take it down now. Right?
2: But also, I've never seen anyone order... No, I think we might have seen one person order it, actually. It's just there. a
1: plain cookie with sort of... The eyes are made out of frosting stripes, right? Yeah, like chocolate frosting, but... And to me, I'm just matter. like, that cookie seems not very glamorous, you know? And yeah, it, it just seems looks like, messy. Yeah. I don't want to say like something offensive and eat a boring cookie. What if it were such a great cookie or dessert that you're like, Oh, man, I'll have it. I don't like to say this word, but...
2: Then I feel like you should demand to change the name. If you're like, you know what, I buy this cookie every single time, but I don't feel comfortable because of this one reason. It would make it an even better experience something that the name would change.
1: True. Now, one thing that I dislike about that bakery is that their croissant price, the last time we tried to buy them, peaked above a level where I was like, I no longer want to buy them. Now they seem way expensive. Because they used to be like $1. fifty each. And I would buy a bunch of them, make sandwiches out of them. We just have our fun with them for a few days, couple days a couple days. Because, you know, they're best, obviously, when they're super fresh.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never tried to freeze one. I can only imagine that's offensive. I guess when you reheated it, it would be flaky and toasted, but that's not what I like in a croissant anyway. I like that you peel it apart. And, you know, mm-hmm. I like it yes. for sandwiches. Of sometimes it's a little bit Black-in. too rich. Like I find that with regular bread, I use maybe more mayo or some sort of dressing. Whereas on a croissant, I'm like, that seems a bit much, mm-hmm. you know, because it's already so rich and buttery, you know, you're not buttering a coffee cake. Unless- yeah, I love buttery croissants. Oh. This episode is brought to you by James's dad buttering a coffee cake. <laughs> you mean buttering the butter cake? Ooh. I watched him butter a... Coffee cake, and it's the one you're thinking of the like Entiman style one that has a solid inch of sugar and crumb <laughs> topping on top of it. And while I was so scandalized watching him butter this coffee cake, I asked him how his heart surgery went, and then I watched him eat a straight pat of butter. This commercial is brought to you by James's Dad's Heart, the hardest working heart in the business. <laughs> No. What business, you say? The podcasting business. <laughs> podcasting now? Yeah. We he has start an ASMR podcast. We should start a sailing boom, boom. podcast with James's dad. <laughs> he said it would only take us 19 days to sail to Hawaii, and he can do it on his vessel. Mm. Should we do it? That's a long trip. Sometimes his vessel or his vesicle? Sometimes <laughs> dinner goes on for more than an hour with his dad, and you can tell James is desperate to get out of there. And afterwards, he's always like, thank you so much for being there. <laughs> it's sweet. Yeah. But his dad is okay. You know, one time his dad started to talk about how he didn't want to talk about politics because he didn't want to, like, get upset. And I was like, oh, no. And then he was, like, you know, violently anti-Trump. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, just because sometimes an older person says that and you're like, oh, no, the worst.
2: Like, how much time
1: I have like, get, gotten guff and stuff. And now they're, like... <laughs> You know what does stop? Yeah. I think James' dad is an okay guy, but yeah. he's kind of like an older school guy from a different generation. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when I'm like, I don't understand this misogynistic attitude, with James' dad, I'm like, oh, of course I could see if lots of dads are like this. I could see how someone would be like, well, that's how we think of women, you know. But James doesn't. James is sweet, right? Ooh, should I let James hear this, or should I edit it out? James, this was for you, babe. This episode is brought to you by my love for James. No. Oh. And Typhoid. <laughs> no! Why did you no, tie it in? Original, original Stitch. Why original did you tie Stitch. it in? Yeah. No, stop yeah. saying Original Stitch and Typhoid together. We want to get the <laughs> sponsorship. Now, we talked about the Julie Andrews movies. Do you recognize her from anything else? How famous slash familiar was she to you? Is she uh, from I... Princess diary. Yes, she is from the Princess. Princess of Givonia or whatever that country yeah. is. Genovia. Genovia. Yeah. What did I say? Givonia? I don't know. Yeah, I watched Renyania. that movie
0: once. You watch. You say that again. I, I've only seen Princess Bride once. Not Princess Bride. Princess Diaries. Princess yeah. Diaries. I have not seen that one. What I know her from is from Ben De La Creme doing her in All Star Season Three. <laughs> All right.
1: Mm. Leo is a compendium of RuPaul's Drag Race knowledge. True or false? True. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. So now, we recently watched the finale. What did y'all think of the season and the finale and our new winner? And actually, as a special treat, we have Evie Oddly in the studio today. How are you doing, Evie? Very well, thank you. I'm Evie Oddly. You don't have, have to say your are Evie Oddly after every single sentence, but I'm Evie Oddly. Okay. Go ahead, what were you saying? I was um, just asking Evie what she was wearing. Uh, literal trash. <laughs> I actually can't do the laugh. Yeah. All right. So what did y'all think of the season? I thought it was a great season. I'll tell you, I've been down on the past few seasons. And this one, I think, got me back in there. Yeah. I think it started stronger than it ended. I agree with that. However, I think that this was one of the best reunion shows in a long time. Mm -hmm. The finale was at least enjoyable. It seemed quick. I don't know. Yeah. Because they did all that Vanjie nonsense oh, I don't know, we should dream up a show for Vanji, because you know she wants a show, but the yeah. thing is, she would be difficult to lasso down. Like, I don't know that she would necessarily read all her lines or do her part that well, unless you were like, and here's where you inject Vanji, we just kind of want this out of you, you know what I mean? And then do a few takes, edit her into a genius. But what's the project? Because we've got to pitch it to her. What would Vanji be doing? Would she be in drag or would she be boy Vanjie? Or would it be one of those shows where sometimes Vanji has to be a woman for whatever comical reason? Do you guys know the show Bosom Buddies? No. Bosom Buddies was a show with Pete Scolari and some other guy where they, to live in an all-women building, they constantly had to be in drag. And like cartoonish 80s drag, like Hillary Clinton style, matching pastel, shoulder padded skirt suits, you know? And pantsuits and, like, big curly fake wigs. Like, awful wigs. Not the kind of guys that could do day drag and get away with it. Yeah. But maybe if there were a show like that, where Vanjie had to dress in drag.
2: And she just interacted with
1: herself in and out of drag? No. That'd be with crazy. Although, that'd be cool. Vanjie's every character? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine shooting that? <laughs> All right. We've got the next six weeks blocked off for shooting this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's just yelling at herself from one side to the other. Orphan, orphan- Banji? Wait, wait, what? Because Orphan Black, Orphan from <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: And it's kind of like, could you imagine how many different ways she'd say and read... Every line. She must change it every single time. Like, they'd be like, could you do the scene this <laughs> twice, one time at least? You know you're every character in the scene, so you have to do it at least the same way a couple times. Gosh, it'd be awful. Or fantastic, who knows? You know what, I've actually heard that Vanjie is like really straight-laced guy from Connecticut, doesn't have an accent at all, you know? Not even that dark, kind of like, it's like tanned. He's kind of Ariana Grandeing up his skin tone to look more Latino.
2: Yeah, I heard plastic tiara is not even Asian.
1: <laughs> she got reverse eyelid surgery to look more Asian right that's a surgery that some Asians have reportedly gotten trifles. in order to look more Asian in order to look more white where they get a fold placed into their eyelid, uh, or their eyelid? is that I, true or I, false I, or was someone making fun of me by telling you this story
2: I don't know I think maybe people have done that are you
1: sure people have done that have no Let, idea let's lots play, of classic surgery going on let's play a game of two questions first round what do you think is the craziest plastic surgery that exists? While you guys think about that, I will say something else about Drag Race. Michelle Visage got her breast implants, which were quite large, removed. You know, after a while, it seems like many people report that they make them sick. Yeah, and it's cool that she is so open about it. You know, it seemed like there's such a large part of her persona yeah. and personality and presentation that it almost was bizarre to see her that way. But then it's also very sweet to see her be like, your health is more important. And you know what I mean, mm-hmm. this and that. Granted, she's got a pretty set job now. And she doesn't need to rely on her looks. But I don't think she did it for professionally anyway. I think she was just like, I love the way that body looks. No? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like if you did it professionally for that long, and then you just had to get rid of it. like If that was your main focus, I don't think she would have gotten rid of it. What like do you it was think- too late or something
1: hypothetically, if Nicki Minaj needed to get rid of slash reverse all of her plastic surgery, would she still be a pop star? She'd be largely unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. She'd have Jennifer Grey syndrome. Do you know who Jennifer Grey is? Mm. No. I carried a watermelon. Jennifer Grey was in the movie Dirty Dancing, which anyone, Mm. any woman who is my age through at least 10 years older and a few years younger, loves that movie they're nuts for that movie it's a delightful movie it's great and after that movie she was a huge star she had a very pronounced bump on her nose i've heard that her managers and people were like you're a big star now you have to get rid of that bump on your nose everyone's going to be like who's this woman with the bump on her nose and she got it removed to help her career and her career fizzled because she was no longer recognizable i've seen several movies that have her in them post rhinoplasty and i know she's in the movie And I can't identify her, even though I've watched Dirty Dancing as many times as anyone else who grew up in the 80s did, you know, who wasn't being obstinate. Many times. And I'll be like, I can't believe that I know her so well, and I can't recognize her because she changed that fact about her nose. A bump on your nose is a fact. A middle part is a fact. Oh, I got a bump on my nose. She's a fact. I'll tell two quick stories. While you guys think of the most outlandish plastic surgery procedure, I'll tell two stories. I fell and hurt my nose and went to a doctor. And the doctor was like, "I'd never seen him before." Said, "Oh, it's clear. You've got some grotesque deformation. You've totally messed up your nose." And I was like, "It looked pretty much like this before <laughs> because it did." I wasn't certain that I broke my nose. Probably I did, you know. But still, and this doctor smelled super weird. Had a long, scraggly beard. Part way through him telling me this because the way he was acting, he smelled so strong. I was like, is this a homeless guy that just walked in off the street, put on a lab coat and is inspecting me? And I was like, you know what? If he asks to see my genitals a fourth time, I'll know for sure that he's a scammer. I'm just kidding. He did it the standard twice at most. Anyway, so I'm just kidding. I also knew someone that was really cute looking and in like a sort of bizarre way and they had a very pronounced underwrite and they got it corrected at one point and I could no longer fully recognize them, when I'd see them, I would just be like, I think that's him, even though I knew it was, but something about him seemed off. But also, it completely changed the way things carried weight on his face. And his nose seemed a lot beakier and bigger. He just seemed uglier in a way because his face seemed like it was being pulled in a different way, you know, and like certain things were like, diminished. And they were really quite nice things about his face, you know, I don't know, I guess it's easy for me to be like, you looked better before. I also knew someone that I went to college with and I saw them years later and I kept them being like, who are you? And they were like, I'm this person. And then later on I was like, oh, they had a nose job and I just couldn't get over it. When you see someone 15 years later, you're like, you look different, but you basically are the same shape. So I don't know how you changed. Partially I felt crazy because I was like, this is like one of those movies where you're like, this person uh, claims that we knew each other in the past, but I don't recognize them. <laughs> it's pretty Snatcher. So, what's the craziest plastic surgery procedure? Mm. Back rolls. <laughs> yeah, when people mm. get back rolls, and back rolls. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm a plastic surgeon. I specialize in doing back rolls. What if someone could turn your back rolls into like wings? Ooh. <laughs>
2: That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be the craziest plastic surgery. Leo
1: normally... I'll tell you what Leo normally say, but he's had some fun during the drinking game, so he didn't jump to this. But he'd normally, if you suggested changing into wings, he'd be like, there's no way you could process enough energy to have wings that are strong enough or light enough to actually make you fly. Because Leo's good at science, right? Uh,
0: yeah, I was about to jump into that. Did okay. you not hear me? I didn't hear that that's what you were saying. I, I was doing. starting... If you have back rolls, you're not <laughs> getting off the ground, honey.
1: <laughs> so, you think it's not just. Usually, he goes with the physics of flight is impossible for humans, but now he's going with if you're a human who has back rolls, flight is less possible for you. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Leo, what's the craziest plastic surgery, though? I have a family member who has fake butt put in, just like Nicki Minaj. And she's Ooh. Zaftig already. Zaftig means pleasantly plump. It's a nice word to say when someone's thick, Anyway, (laughs) but she has fake butt. I was like, I thought those were the one thing you could get for free. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat donuts. I'm going to get this butt. I guess you can't decide where it goes, you know? How much would you overeat if it all went to your genitals? (laughs) It's fat. Okay. She also has permanent makeup like she has eyeliner and such tattooed on her face i guess it saves time if if you're the kind of person that would never leave the house without eyeliner on sure saves time Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i do think it's a little weird to be like i'm always wearing eyeliner but i guess that's what she wants i don't know my mom has been asked
2: has asked me what she thinks if or what i think if she does that and i was like what
1: my sister was like please don't do that (laughs) Maybe if it were super duper light where it just like looked like a shadow and give, you know what I mean? Not where you'd be like, oh my gosh, like a cartoon cat, their eyes are outlined, you know. Um. (laughs) permanent cat eyes? I used to ask this question of people and almost no one would call me on the fact that the question itself was a joke. I'd say, okay, let's play a game. You tell me what plastic surgery procedure you'd have if you could only have one and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And people (laughs) would think about it and then answer. And I was like, obviously, the way I asked was just being a little jerky as a joke. (laughs) It's It's funny. It's funny because some people would be instantly were like, I'd fix my nose. Yeah. If you had one, what would you have, Leo?
0: I I would not. I like myself. I think I'm cute.
1: Aw, I love that answer because I as well, you know, when people are like, do you find yourself attractive? And I'm like, I wouldn't pursue myself. But I also, when I look in the mirror, I don't think I'm ugly. I'm just like, that's how I look. I guess it's easy to say when people, when you know, when you don't have something that you feel is wrong and that people are constantly telling you is wrong. And Not that you can see in the mirror anyway. People tell me I have things wrong with me all the time. They're usually other things. <laughs> things I can't see in the mirror. Izzy, what about you?
2: Mm, I don't know. This one time I saw a YouTuber put Botox on his armpits.
1: So oh, I just like I would yeah. Oh weird! But where would it go? That's my Ugh. issue. First off, I don't feel my arm. I guess my armpits don't sweat that badly that I'm concerned about it. But I'd also be like, where's that sweat gonna go?
2: Honestly, I thought it was just like, oh, could you get wrinkly armpits? I don't know. Like,
1: no, because like people
0: are like the only animals that sweat, and it's like proven to be such an effective system <laughs> of. Like temperature and, modulation temperature modulation, like imagine
1: like, if we had to do it through our mouths, like dogs, like dogs panting. you just pant oh, the, our podcasts would sound crazy. <laughs> the difficulty, especially, is because like
0: every single animal that pants and, and like they have to stop, they have to stop running or do whatever they they're doing and pant. And then they can go back. Like, humans can do it on the run. In fact, it helps if you're running.
1: Sometimes when it happens, like, that you're in a situation where it's hot and you sweat a little bit and wind hits you and you're like, oh, this is a perfect system. Yeah. I love this system. There's some things in life that work out. And obviously it has its drawbacks. Like, you sweat a ton and you smell like cat piss, like some people we know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing any shout-outs, This episode is sponsored by my brother-in-law, smelling like cat piss when he works out a lot. <laughs> oh. Or helps out around the house. Yeah. Well, the, I figure anytime you're doing physical activity, it's like, you know, you're working out. And, yeah. Right? The world is my gym, bro. I'm always working out, bro.
2: Is a litter box?
1: What? No litter box. No. The litter box is my gym, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Scooping muscles. Scooping <laughs> muscles, bro. Oh. Oh. Uh. Yeah, like, I feel like my sweat's not that big a problem that I'd need to do that or resort to that. And I'm, like, also concerned about where it would go. Because imagine if, sure, you're not sweating yeah. on your armpits. What if in the center of your back, it's just, like, dripping oh, down your bottom? Or, yeah, because it's got to go someplace or you're just not sweating, which is not the point. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to avoid some wrinkles on my pits. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> For what purpose? I don't know. Like, do you specifically have, like...
2: An armpit fetish? No, it's just like I might as thing- well just avoid that. Okay. <laughs> Seems like the one place that I wouldn't be too crazy
1: hard, like noticeable either. Okay. Do you think this would be a good idea for a company? We make pornography, but it's safe pornography for children. It's just photos of <laughs> people. Listen, not young like, young sang children, sang? not young, not little kids. I mean kids who are turning... Onto sexuality, who are awakening, not k- inappropriate kids, you know. But it's just photos of people's like armpits and like arms <laughs> pushed together so that it looks like private parts, but it's actually just like someone's armpit or someone's like elbow pit, curlbow pit, you know? And, it'd be, like, <laughs> and like every kid, when they start like asking questions about their body, like would be given the starter pack of like these images. Or do you think that would be even more confusing? This, than our this yeah, <laughs> this whole process seems so confusing and weird and inappropriate. <laughs> Fine. You know what? This isn't my hottest idea of the night. God, imagine. Do you think how what percentage of these companies slash ideas should be given to me if someone uses this podcast as the 100. basis? hundred. No, it can't be a hundred because clearly they wouldn't do it.
0: Fine. Well,
1: fifty-fifty. W- That's quite a bit for i guess the seed idea is worth a good amount though not 50 percent. though if they're doing Fine. like work 40 60. 40, but 60. we get 60. you know what i do it for 30. i do it for 30 if it's really something that takes off 12 in the best type of stock that can never be diluted you know obviously 12 percent would be my bare minimum but also i'd want access to, like if hate became a product i'd want to be in the inner circle of hate you know, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> That doesn't seem fine. Board member of hate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd want a board seat on hate, definitely. I'd love that. Ironically, I'd love that. I actually don't know what irony is. Well, I know what dramatic irony is. <laughs> that joke is for no one. <laughs> it's actually not a Not a joke. Because sometimes I find that in movies, TV, someone will try to tell someone that what they're calling irony isn't truly ironic. And I'm like... I don't understand why someone has to be bogged down in defining exactly what's ironic, because I find that there's many situations and different types of irony that I'm like, I guess, and it's the way it's used. You know what I mean? Like something we watched recently. Someone said it was ironic, and they're like, "That's not ironic." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> like that song. Do you guys know that song? Isn't it ironic?
0: I don't know if it is no. or anything.
1: It's like that song where. I think it's Alanis Morissette, and she keeps saying that things are ironic, like, you meet the man of your dreams, and then you meet his beautiful wife. It's like getting a free ride when you've already paid. And I don't know if there's situations that are rich in irony or specifically ironic. It would depend on more than just that one detail, probably. There could be some more irony in there. But also, I'm like, why do we need to judge this? Like, why do we need to be the arbiters of irony? What do you think irony is? Leo, define irony.
0: Irony for me is when some sort of action is taken towards pursuing a certain goal, but the actual effect of that first initial action is actually opposite to its intended goal.
1: Okay. All right. I see that. I understand how that's ironic. I don't know if that would be the most broad definition, because is irony then always an action? Yeah. It is? I think so. All right. Izzy, how would you define irony? I don't know, something... And if you don't want to define it with words, you can tell me a situation or two that you feel encapsulates, embodies, imbues, is the epitome of irony. Maybe not the epitome of, that's, that's a stretch.
2: I don't know, like, in order to get something ironic across, you wouldn't
1: make it so... I don't know. I'm right, how about happened. this? I'll ask you situations, and you tell me if they're ironic or not, and then you can gauge their irony. If I wore a trucker hat, you know, a mesh cap with a foam front, would that be ironic?
0: Why would that no. be ironic? What's your intention
1: yeah. for? It? Well, I think that some ways that we define irony is through when the actual usage is different from the intended usage. So, obviously, I'm not the intended consumer for a, you know, foam trucker hat that is purchased at like a, you know, rest stop, I'm obviously there to have sex with gay senators, but, and not by, you know, like novelty headgear for truckers or quote unquote, you know, a lower class person. Not that I'm not low class, but I mean, you know, obviously that's aimed at someone who's a trucker by virtue of the name or someone who wants to wear something that is associated with truckers. And so I think sometimes people are like, oh, like... If I wore a t-shirt that were like bright yellow and said itty bitty titty committee, like would that be ironic? Or if I wore like, you know, a limp biscuit t-shirt, would that be ironic? Keeping in mind that I'm not a member of the itty bitty titty committee and that I'm not a (laughs) fan of limp biscuit, would that be ironic? Yeah. Yeah, because whoever's making
0: these shirts are making them with the intent that they will reach a certain audience and then a separate audience is taking them to sort of poke fun of the intended audience.
1: Right, so that's why I'm like, if yeah, I wore a trucker that, hat, would that be ironic? That would be ironic, yes. Okay. Now, if I paid for a taxi and then a friend showed up and was like, I can bring you for free, for some reason you're paying at the beginning of taxi rides in this situation.
0: This is not, this is, that is not ironic.
1: That's not ironic, okay.
0: No, that is just like a, a bad coincidence.
1: That's a bad coincidence, okay. Yeah. Bad timing and like a, a bad, some wasted money, but not a huge deal. Depends yeah. on the ride, I guess. Yeah. All right. What if I met the man of my dreams and then I met his beautiful wife? Is that ironic? Oh. In that order, first I meet the man of my dreams and then I meet his beautiful wife. It's not ironic. Isn't it ironic? It a isn't. little too ironic.
0: It isn't at all.
1: They're unaware, but of That's so many things. But I think that those are might be lyrics from that irony song. Yeah. I, you know, I obviously didn't listen to it. Well, I listened to it as a joke. Just kidding. <laughs> irony joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A teacher one time asked in class, "What is irony?" and called on me, and I said, "When the viewer knows more than the character." And uh, she was like, "That's dramatic irony, but could you define like the other irony You know, like the other use of irony." Yeah. But I just thought it was funny because right. I feel like if you ask people to define irony, sometimes they'll get stopped up, you know, yeah. like in a, in a job interview or what have you. Or- I can't remember if that happens in the movie Reality Bites or Singles. Two movies I'm sure you guys haven't seen, but. Yeah. I just can't remember yeah. right now. I get. There's certain movies that I get confused in my head. What are two things or ideas that you guys get confused or transposed in your head besides left and right? Because Leo has basically never said left when he means right, except sometimes. But <laughs> you always have to triple check. <laughs> but yeah. Why do you think that is?
0: I don't know. I think it's because I wasn't very familiar with left and right when I was in Mexico. And when I moved to this country, like the word switched. So it was just like, this is impossible. Like, I didn't know it then. I don't know it now. And I have to learn it in a different language. So I just Weren't you like gave 10 up on when it. you moved here? Yeah. You like, didn't know
1: left and right when you were 10? You didn't have a firm yeah. grasp on left and right? Jeez. Because mm-hmm.
0: I, I was never asked to do anything or travel anywhere.
1: I guess. <laughs> There's still so many situations where things are. In on order. Shelf on the left
0: yeah. or I never was asked to get anything from any shelf ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, on I, the I left was side a of your uh, co- come on. Yeah. Poor
1: Leo side. should actually say we didn't have shelves. Yeah. We, we were didn't, so poor we, didn't, we, have we didn't
0: have shelves.
1: We never had two of something to, to need to say one <laughs> was on the left because it'd be oh. the only thing we had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Now Izzy. Yeah. What was I just saying? Yeah, what is something you irony. can't totally grasp or something? Oh, yeah. What are some concepts or things that you get con- confused in your head? There's plenty of things. Like, The Cure and Depeche Mode. <laughs> when I say who sings which of their songs, I'm wrong half the time. <laughs> Even though they don't sound alike, but just in my head, I'm like, well, big 80s band with, like, a, you know, a big following, a, de- a dedicated, loyal following. Izzy, what are some ideas you get confused? Um... Left, right, top, bottom. Oh, I definitely don't get top and bottom confused. <laughs> he, he says, "I know what I want." Oh, I said what I said. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. We said what we said. <laughs> our unapologetic podcast. Yeah. All right. Now let's jump back to Drag Race for a second. The finale. Do you think that Evie Oddly will will be a good queen this year? Yeah, she'll be a unique queen. We, we haven't seen that in a while i feel like she'll end up being a well-dressed queen hopefully yeah. i love that headpiece the shiny yeah. headpiece mm-hmm. she wore at the end they couldn't put the crown on her but, yeah you know it was beautiful and also it was great because it was a mirror so sometimes yeah. when she'd do like a dramatic like face you'd see it in triplicate yeah. yeah
0: that was brilliant for her because they loved that thing where she did three boobs um. and to come out with three heads And Mm -hmm. that's, it's even greater for lip sync because like the whole point is that we want to see her lips. Here's three sets of lips.
2: I feel like also in person it must have been better just seeing her straightforward, like if you were on the judges panel. Yeah.
1: And also when you're there, you can choose what to look at as opposed to what they're showing you, you know? Yeah. One time when I saw Einstein on the beach, I was sitting in a seat where I was kind of I was pretty close and off to the side. It was an OK seat, but the stage something on the stage was capturing the light so perfectly that it looked magical. It looked like these many different like like uh, columns of light were twinkling for like the whole first half of the opera, and I was like, "This is so beautiful." And then in other seats, it wasn't like that. And obviously, it's just because like I was sitting in that specific place, like at that angle to how they were placed, and I was like, "It's so beautiful." If I had have known, I'd have gotten all of my seats from that seat, you know. Yeah. One seat that I got for Einstein on the Beach, I go to see Einstein on the Beach whenever it's played, which has only been six times. Six times that I, you know were reasonable for me to go to. And one time, I brought Antos, and we were sitting on these like super cheap seats at, in L.A. And it was like right at the edge and looking straight down. I swear, I thought it was a 400 straight foot drop straight down onto where the opera is happening. And I was like, how are we suspended above them and sitting down, like looking down at them? It felt like we were in a spaceship because I was like, I feel like I'm sitting this way looking straight down. And I kept on being like, if I slightly move out of my chair, I'll fall straight onto the stage. <laughs> it was a cool, a cool feeling and experience. I like when stuff like that happens because I, I remember just being like in my head. Also, I mean, I obviously ate um, so much weed beforehand to just help <laughs> enhance the experience. I also like Antos is so straightly. Sometimes I like getting all crazy when I go out with him and like he sort of notices. I brought him to see Philip Glass at the Hollywood Bowl. Am I always bringing him to Philip Glass at <laughs> the Philip Glass is the best. And at one point, he was like, what's going on with your eyes? They're like dinner plates. (laughs) And I'd eaten a bunch of mushrooms because I was like, oh, Philip Glass, at Hollywood Bowl, it's going to be great. Eat some mushrooms, you know. He's like, their eyes are like dinner plates. They're going in and out, and bigger and smaller." <laughs> oh, what What are his dinner plates yeah, like? like <laughs> just like big, you know, like how sometimes they'd be gigantic, and then, you know, because like my eyes would look like giant, and then like my pupils were like dilating and mm-hmm. constricting. <laughs> and I was like, "What? I'm fine." I was like, "It's just the lighting here." He's like, "Okay," because <laughs> he's not so not rare. He's so square, he doesn't notice. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's sweet. <laughs> it's weird sometimes when you do something simple with someone and you feel like the way they've done that lets you in on many other things about them. Like, one of Antos' favorite activities for us is to go to Costco together, you know? And sometimes when I see what he's buying, I'm just like, oh, that's so sad. Like, if they had a, a pack of pills that were meal replacements, he might buy those. If they had gruel, like breakfast gruel, and it was like, really affordable, he might buy that. you know, Like the crackers and things that he buys, I was just like, oh, this is what you'd buy if you hated life. <laughs> we are the breakfast gruel. <laughs> you see us like you want to see us. A fighting type? A psychic type?
2: A grueling that, type.
1: That's if the Pokemon were in the breakfast club. We made that joke yes. earlier. They said that it didn't exist, that if we looked up Pokemon and Breakfast Club, there would be no crossover. And I think there might be. We'll have Mm -hmm. to check later. We'll get back to you. I would believe in Minecraft. There's a Minecraft version of Breakfast Club? Yeah. Okay. For a while, I thought you meant that there was a Minecraft version of Pokemon. And I was like, well, they're both young people, you know, like young things, I'm sure there is. And then I was like, oh, he means of the Breakfast Club. There's a Minecraft version of everything. I really miss Minecraft. I wish we could get back in the mines. Life's just too short right now, I think. Yeah. Unless we got a new Xbox and some updates yeah. and like a nice block of vacation. Don't you wish we could take a road trip and play Minecraft while we drive? Oh, So like, That'd let's say great. the screen were like a giant heads up display. We'd still see the road and drive safely, blah, blah, blah. But we'd also be mining and crafting. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, same. Like, especially if we can suck or someone else into driving. <laughs> it's the only viable way that you could <laughs> in this mm-hmm. universe. I guess. I think we've talked about a lot of topics. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Julie Andrews, The Sound of Music, Nazis, singing or otherwise, Lines? I dreaded some parts of this movie. Like At one point, the guy was like, oh,
0: you should do a spin around so I could see you. And I was like, no! (laughs) Because
1: I had to take a shot for that. Yeah, There were lots of spins in this movie. I'm yeah. sorry that I inadvertently kept you from voting on yeah. using the noodle from My Favorite Things. Yeah, Seven Rings. Yeah. I can't believe that you guys didn't know that movie before tonight and didn't really know the songs. Because I mm-hmm. feel like it was something that just everyone knows all the songs to, always. I didn't even know that song
2: was correlated with Seven Rings. And I, like, oh, until you heard obsessed. it. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, when I heard Seven Rings, I was like, oh, okay, she used this, like, sample. Yeah. Or riff? What is it? Signature? Yeah. Passage? Intro? Melody? This is not a music podcast. (laughs) It it? If if
0: you want (laughs) to listen to a music podcast with great music, you should check out The Sound of Freedom. That's listening. the actual
1: one. You are currently listening. Wait, what? Oh, is that an actual podcast? <laughs> That's why we didn't name ourselves The Sound of Freedom. Oh, <laughs> well, we looked it up. We said that, that tagline, and then we looked it up, and there was a podcast that was named The Sound of Freedom. Yeah, and what they, was it? Racist music? I don't know about... <laughs> I don't know music, about music. Sure. I don't know about racist music. <laughs> uh, Let's just say music ends with a K on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> music ends with three Ks. You know that I had some ideas for some racist uh, businesses. <laughs> I had lots of racist sweet shops because I feel like racists love sweets as well. Like I have one store that's called KK cake. <laughs> oh no. Because I figure if other cake makers are allowed to decide that gay people don't get cakes, then, you know, what's to stop like a hateful person from starting KK cake? <laughs> <laughs> I also had a uh, racist ice cream shop. That one is called Scoop Klux Klan. <laughs> okay, that, that that's so lame. Scoop Klux Klan. <laughs> it's like Ku Klux Klan. Lots yeah. of people say Ku Klux Klan, but it's Ku Klux. Those of us in the know, no. This episode is brought to you by no, oh, no, why? No, don't, don't, fine. No. This episode isn't brought to you by the Ku Klux no. Klan.
2: <laughs>
1: you know no, I heard that. Sure I heard it. I no. heard that the KKK was in part started by someone who sought to profit from selling sheets. And that's not a joke. I know that I often say things like this and pretend and say and claim that they're not a joke. This one is real. Anna Linens. What? what? Anna's <laughs> Linens. Anna's <laughs> Linens. <laughs> it used to be Arian's Linens, but they shortened it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, anyway, at Scoop Klux Clan. <laughs> the chocolate sprinkles are known as colored sprinkles because at most stores if you ask for colored sprinkles it's rainbow colored sprinkles but here it's because they're still old-timey they call chocolate sprinkles colored sprinkles oh i've got lots of racist sweets ideas the thing is this i honestly don't even understand racism but i do love sweets wow there's a lot (laughs) of silence after that i thought i'd get you with the sweets business (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> alright no, real quick nothing. everyone say your favorite sweet is he Reese's peanut butter cups so you have to specify because there's also pieces Trichol- Reese's peanut cakes. butter cups yeah and oh Leo you're picking in that cookie but that's a cookie that's not really or is that really your favorite or are you just good with what's because? the sweets I just mean like maybe like a you know what that, that counts but is that really <laughs> your favorite sweet Tricolour cake yeah I think so really some more supposed to be coming this week I think who <laughs> Who? Some more tricolour cake is supposed to be arriving in the mail this week. Because my parents needed to send me something else and they're like, uh, just to make sure, because that way they send like a bigger box and they track it and everything. Track-caloric-cake. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say? Do you think Evie will be a good queen? Do you think she'll be stripped of her title? No. no I don't think so. Do you think she's going to get stripped of her title like Coco? Like Coco? Ooh. Coco could not perform. Oh, no. Coco uh, Alyssa. Alyssa's title. Alyssa, yeah. yeah, Because Alyssa could not perform her duties for yeah. something. Or mm, like sometime throughout the year? T- no. No, not, not for Drag Race. This was on some yeah. pageant Let's, beef that happened before sorry. they got Yeah. The
0: starting se- season five, they came in with the grudge against each other, even though they had been best friends, because Coco was the runner-up to this pageant, and then... Alyssa won. And then or Alyssa
1: had her crown re given to Coco because she couldn't perform her duties or something like that. Yeah. She was oh. disqualified or I don't know what the story is, I'm sure the internet has it. Yeah. We're just a lazy podcast. We give you half information. Half this half. is a news podcast about things we kinda heard. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of love that. I I felt like I often knew people who would hear the slightest detail of a story. I feel like it's different now with the internet because you could look at your phone and so they know everything. But when I was a kid, I felt like I'd be out and about and someone would mention the briefest detail of something to someone. And then, not having ever left that person's side, they would tell the next person more details (laughs) than we had originally received. And I'd be like, how did they know this? (laughs) I promise you that that happened. And now, of course anyone can gain information instantly. Yeah. yeah. But this was before when I was like, no, I was like, I have not left your side. You did not research this topic. <laughs> when did you stop to vibrate to get the encyclopedia? <laughs> and like the encyclopedia that has current news topics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did they get this on microfiche so quickly? <laughs> microfiche is a thing that... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. This episode is brought to you by microfiche. When your regular fiche is too big, try microfiche. <laughs> micro <laughs> pescado yeah <You know. laughs> it's that cl- you know what it is though for real right I'm no around. it's that like clear transparency that has like tiny little versions of periodicals and you can look at it through a machine and it amplifies what you're seeing so you know a tiny little slip of plastic could have like a whole newspaper on it because they're tiny huh. and then you like blow it up like a like slide a, like a slide yeah but you move it around and you read it whereas like I'd say slides are mostly have like an image you know Or image and text, but this is like a hundred slides on a thing that you zoom in and just like read yourself, you know? It's like the original Kindle.
2: Ooh, OG Kindle. Microfiche.
1: Microfiche, now on Kindle. This episode is brought to you by Microfiche. Oh God, I messed it up. Whatever. Kindle and Microfiche, put them together somehow. All right, is there anything else you want to say? Okay, let's talk a little bit more about the Drag Race finale. I'll propose a situation you respond to it. Brooklyn Heights won. I can see it
0: because she's just a very polished queen, but aside from like all her polished stuff, she wasn't very personality heavy, which is something that they usually look for in queens. And they just kind of picked Aquaria last year. No Tino
2: shade, but they just picked Aquaria last year. At least she had a good look though. I feel like Brooklyn kind of just like yeah. Slacked
1: off yeah cause she's polished looks really great and you know poised all the time but not with the most specific or evolved point of view or look you know cause Aquarius is more specific what yeah. was up with that vagina that Aquarius was supposed <laughs> as? what's up with that pussy though <laughs> this episode brought to you by what's up with that all right. I thought that Aquarius look clearly looked like a vagina yeah. and it even had like Feathers on the outside that looked like a ridge of hair, it was obviously a vagina, right? Or am I I being. I'm not familiar with them, so. (laughs) Or, well, you know. You don't have to be a spelunker to know what a cave looks like when you see it. It, Um, That's a very specific kind of cave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is he? I feel like she looked like a bird a little bit, but at the same
1: time, I can see what you're saying. Okay. She looks like a lazy You Did you know that actually birds? And vaginas are technically dinosaurs. Closer to dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's just like a fun fact people always say about birds. That birds are like dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm always like, man, that's awesome. I ate dinosaurs so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Would you eat dinosaur if you could? Oh, if it tastes like chicken? Of course. No, of course it's going to taste like dinosaur. you got to try it, though. <laughs> We'd try dinosaur? dinosaur if it were available. T-Rex? I mean, I'd try whatever. Because you know. what's the meat of a carnivore taste like? Do, Do we eat any carnivores? carnivores? I guess pigs eat anything, but yeah. not specifically me. Some fish. Oh, all fish eat, for the most part, right? Just eat smaller fish, right? Yeah. God, imagine if that's how human life was. Anyone bigger than you you're like, oh, this guy's going to eat me. Oh. That'd be a nightmare. Oh, and then you'd see someone smaller and you'd be like, but I'm kind of hungry. The system's okay. Oh my gosh, this <laughs> is not good. We're all pretty short. No. <laughs> oh no. we'd, ha- we'd have Alex to- Horn. <laughs> we'd have to... Team up and constantly be sitting on each other's shoulders with a trench coat just to be like, no one will eat us if we're this tall. But then there'd be some sort of predator that would be like, oh, these are trench coat people. If you knock <laughs> them over, and then they're like separate smaller meals. Like they just seem bigger, right? That's how we devolve. Yeah. I feel like in that kind of situation, you pretty much have to swallow them whole, right? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't drag out a meal of leftovers if you're eating something small. You just have to gobble the whole thing just be like the titans i guess like fish they're just that's what they eat do you believe that there is a creature somewhere that eats planets
0: no i hope
1: not yeah the Um... black hole (laughs) no well if a black hole were like some sort of sentient creature maybe we couldn't understand it you know because let's say it is just like such an enormous and powerful creature that we don't understand it and light ceases to exist by it but that doesn't just mean that it's a hole where no light exists it's like a powerful being that's like i'm eating this stuff near me nom, nom, nom.
2: i feel like i can
1: imagine a, a giant animal that would drink all the water from here Ooh, that'd be crazy like they're just like, oh, let's stop down at that pond. Yeah. And just finish the earth. But not water. eat the whole thing. Like, yeah, it's a little salty. Earth is so salty.
2: You're like, oh, all that nuclear, nuclear energy really fucked on my gallbladder.
1: I love that they're these giant things, but they have gallbladder. They have the same useless organs we have. <laughs> my but, appendix. <laughs> what does your gallbladder do? It gives you gall.
2: <laughs> no, it gives you bladder. Yeah. It helps you speak <laughs> French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, uh, th- okay, what if Akiria had won? What are the odds on Akiria winning? Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't know. I thought she was really quite bad. I almost thought it was a shame that they brought her to the finals because I'm like, that's going to make her think she's so much better than she is. Whereas, Vanji content would have been hilarious. Like, proper Vanji in the finals content. Obviously, she wouldn't have won unless something bizarre happened. Yeah.
2: I do feel like Akira was most improved. I guess, but it's not T-Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like there were some people that just kept slacking off in the same way that they would. And Silky winning, you would have read the Riot act?
0: I could have seen Silky winning, maybe, because RuPaul probably loved her. But I really wouldn't have liked it, I don't think, because like, she was so unpolished yeah she stayed
1: too messy until then yeah they accused her during the reunion episode that or Evie oddly did I think that if she had done well in one part of the episode she'd slack in the other yeah I feel that would be really dangerous I'd never feel that comfortable if I were on some sort of game show reality show where I'd be like I can coast right now because if you end up in the bottom and go home you're going to feel like an idiot yeah have we talked about everything is there anything you guys want to say last secret extra extra Ooh, extra, extra, extra. Extra, extra. I don't have anything for
0: extra,
2: extra, though. Who's super extra this week? Ooh. Ooh, extra, extra.
1: Yeah. Katy Perry came out with a new song, and it's, it was alright. I thought it was better than her last album, which obviously was a direct betrayal to Leo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what's extra, extra? The tariffs on Mexico. Ooh, that's
1: a crazy plan. Do you think that's going to work? No. Except far 15. Who knows what's going to happen, because once he announces something, he kind of sticks to his guns because he doesn't want to look foolish. I guess he could blame someone. <laughs> if it doesn't go poorly, he could be like, even though the numbers are down, immigration is way down, businesses are hurting, we can't let them like you know hurt our businesses, and everyone's asking me to do it, I'm going to do it for them, you know? and make it seem like he's being a mensch or... Make it seem like they're making him do this and he doesn't care that much, you know. But I feel like in some way money. he would end up losing more money than he thought. As a businessman, but he doesn't have any real businesses. He's a marketer. He just licenses his name. He yeah, have- but I feel like if he
2: starts losing international name, then it gets a little different than I just feel like, like domestic
1: like one. he doesn't care if his brand as a high-end name or idea or association tanks in Mexico because he doesn't think they have any money anyway. And he's like, if they're really rich, they'd want to be my friend anyway. Anyway. Alright, so anything else to say? Vote Trump 2020? Mm-mm. Okay. Don't do that. This episode is brought to you by literally any other candidate. Any other candidate.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, but all, let's all pick the
0: same, any other candidate. Because if not, Trump will win again.
2: You know what? Another <laughs> reminder. It's just like, people last... Time voted for Harambe. Harambe just passed his four-year anniversary in his memorial of his passing. Maybe you can vote for
1: Harambe's fourth year as a corpse. I don't know. And that's why Elon Musk in an ever-so-timely move came out with that Harambe song some weeks ago. Elon Musk, brought to you by... Space ooh, H. How many times do you have to say Tesla until they send us one? Tesla. <laughs> just kidding. Original state. Ooh, I'm gonna fill my Tesla with original stitch shirts. Ooh. Yeah. And then I'm gonna rub it, my typhoid all over these stitch shirts and hand them off. <laughs> oh, no, not Mary. No. Oh. Alright. I guess uh, in summation, this was an episode about Julie Andrews where we talked about lots of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I love
2: her in Princess Diaries. Princess. Princess of Genovia.
0: And I loved her in Princess Bride. <laughs>
1: I just love her in general. Like sometimes when I think <laughs> back of like my childhood, I'm like she felt like an extra mom, you know. Oh. My mom had a short haircut and I was like also magical, you know. Oh. And so I was like, you know, I felt like Julie Andrews was a momish figure. Alright, you can find us on the internet at different places, uh, at TalkSucker and Instagram. Israel can be found.
2: Uh Casanoche.
1: Which is exactly how it sounds, just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> and Leo can be found. Nowhere. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.